Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Planted and Growing. I am Christina. And my name is Grace. So today, we are going to be talking about just the journey that it is to love your body the way that it is and kind of the struggles in getting to that place and just the stigma around what kind of body we should have and, you know, seeing all these nice looking and perfect bodied people especially on social media and how it kind of warps our view and um, our belief in what we should look like and how basically all of that is just kind of fake like the way Mm -hmm. that people look online is usually not how they look in person because you know as much as some people try to be real for example like myself I just try to stay as real as I can on the internet doesn't mean that I also don't post like some of the best pictures that I have right same (laughs) yeah it's just kind of and at the same time it's just like we want to share when we look our best because we feel our best and therefore it's kind of like a you know like a circle like well I feel good about myself so I want to show it to the world and then I'll get positive feedback and it's not really like my intention in posting that kind of stuff it's like oh I want to see who says what it's more so like I feel good and I'm going to post it Mm -hmm. but anyway yeah so just kind of the journey and the trial and error and just everything in between about loving your body and accepting it for the way that it is Mm -hmm. definitely um i feel like having this meat sack for the last 30 years has gone on quite a journey (laughs) i know i heard that earlier on a podcast i was like their soul leaves their body but you get this meat sack and i'm like okay yeah it's just like you as a human being is your soul and your being is like really internal and you have this this body that you can treat how you want to treat it and i think that recently in my journey with my body is really um really a a mind mental thing like when i have more peace in my mind i'll have more peace in my body um uh part of it is like I think when I've gone on this mindfulness journey, I've also come across like, uh, oh, intuitive eating, like mindful eating. And uh, when I consume food, I think about how it's nourishing my body. And uh, I don't know, I grew up in a, a family that had large portions on the plate and you had to finish the entire plate. And like when you're a child, it's like, finish your food, you know? And now it's uh, kind of grown to uh, intuitive eating where I, you know, I have a lot of smoothies and salads and things that are more nourishing to my body. I have portions that are more considered normal, I guess, and not as large because I'm a six foot tall person. So I had this like mindset that I needed to eat a lot of food to sustain my large, tall body. (laughs) Um, and that's not the case. And so when I learned that that wasn't the case, I've become more comfortable with my body. Um, I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Um, it's very interesting for sure. I would say that a lot of my eating habits when I was younger was, I mean, just kind of clueless. Like I didn't really understand nutrition or anything of the sort. I just ate what Mm -hmm. I wanted to eat and I was obsessed with Taco Bell for a majority of my life 
and I would eat like thousands and thousands of calories and I mean I've always been able to eat a lot of food and everyone's really surprised at like the quantity that I can eat at once and they're like where does it go and I'm like I don't know (laughs) I just uh, but that's also the reason why I usually only eat like once or twice a day like I'll have a breakfast and maybe like a little snack for lunch and then like a dinner and some people in the past have been like well you know like you're supposed to snack throughout the day and eat small portions at meal time and I think that whatever works for my body is what I'm gonna go with at the end of the day and I've never been in a position where I've been like overweight or anything like that so um yeah eating habits but same now I've definitely gone off eating um now with just doing it as you know what feels good and avoiding Mm -hmm. things that I know are going to make me not feel good and Mm -hmm. I've always had a very sensitive stomach so that's why entering veganism was pretty easy for me and um, I try to eat a lot of fruit and a lot of veggies whenever I can and I notice that when I don't like my body starts to crave those things so I just try to listen to my body as well as I can but I also am human and so I like to have like ice cream every once in a while um and I like to you know like make cookies too and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um I don't think that it's necessary to like cut out the things that you like to eat and what you enjoy because of how you think they may affect you and I mean obviously if you eat that and it genuinely doesn't sit right with you then yeah then don't eat it um you have to find a balance for sure mm -hmm. yeah exactly balance with everything in life but um I think when I think of like the journey of loving my body, excuse me, I just cleared my voice, but I muted it so you couldn't hear me. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> um, I was like, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> dipped out. Um, anyway, so when I was about 20 and 21, I was like the most fit I've ever been and it wasn't even anything that I acknowledged or noticed until after I had gained a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working at Mother's Market, which has a lot of healthy food in the deli section, which was where I was working at at that time. They didn't sell any real meat besides like fish, so I was constantly just snacking on like like spinach quinoa, kale salad, um, Mm. like just a bunch of like vegan stuff. And it wasn't even like intentionally, it was just there. So it was just what I was eating. And every night after my shift, I would be going to the gym for like an hour, sometimes two hours at a time. And that was just like my routine. And like, I didn't really think about how good I actually looked. And so in uh 2017 I had stopped going to the gym as avidly and I definitely gained even like maybe even like five pounds but being so small five pounds can kind of like make a difference sometimes and I never like I said I've never been like overweight and I've never thought of myself as like fat or anything but just noticing the difference in the way that my body looked from one year to the next kind of like made me feel uncomfortable with myself and um there was kind of like fluctuation in the way that I felt like I'd be like damn like thick thighs save lives but then at the same time I would be like damn like I wish that I was as fit as I was and um and then that kind of continued and followed into 2018 2019 and then going to school last year and having to get undressed all the time and lay on a table and have someone massage you I think that really like helped me accept the way that I was and being around a bunch of different bodies and just like Mm -hmm. working on bodies you just see them as bodies like Mm -hmm. they they all work the same they all have the same things inside of them and at the end of the day a body is a body 
and as long as you're taking care of it I think that's all that really matters and um I had to shift the way that I felt about like wanting to get fit it wasn't anymore so I wanted to change the way I looked because I hated the way I looked which was kind of like the theme for the beginning of last year and then it, it slowly but surely shifted into like because I learned about anatomy and physiology and stuff and so I was like okay I want to work out because I want to strengthen my body because I love myself and I want to have good longevity and you know Mm -hmm. just good quality of life definitely um I have a similar story where I was kind of hitting a, a peak in my like body shape and I was I mean from junior high for about like 10 years of my life from like 10 to 20 like early 20s I was playing every single sport available and constantly exercising and then I was doing college volleyball and becoming vegan at the same time so I was like exercising really uh, intensely for like two hours six days a week and starting a vegan diet and I was look I would look at myself and see something that I enjoyed and I uh, stopped playing college volleyball and still ate like the portions that I was eating as like an athlete and kind of stopped having the um I guess the obligation or like it was in my schedule to exercise that intensely and then I didn't have a coach or a team motivating me to exercise at that degree any longer. And so my body changed and I had this negative uh, relationship with my body. And so like I was saying earlier, I think that um, like my uh, journey with uh, having more self-love and uh, having a better relationship with food and exercise over the past few years has really helped me love myself more again but then I think that it's like this interesting balance when you're giving yourself self-love and then it's coming out of you into your like external world and I don't know if that makes any sense are you following what I'm saying (laughs) a little bit yeah because I think that like if you're like we were kind of saying in a previous episode, when you're like pushing and pulling and trying to like make things happen, sometimes it's not going to happen. And if right. you just surrender to it and bring yourself with like self-love, then it can just kind of pour out of you more easily. Yeah. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. Just in general, like everything going on internally will show itself externally in one way or another. So if mm-hmm. you're feeling some type of negative way about yourself, that's what you're going to see when you look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. and um yeah that's that's definitely true for me too um I think that the biggest thing out of everything involving the way that I look is just understanding that it's constantly going to change and that mm-hmm. it's constantly going to fluctuate and that's why I don't even weigh myself because it's not necessary because weight looks different on every person and when I look at myself I don't think that I look like a I weigh 120 pounds and I'm only five foot one. So it just, like I said, it just doesn't, it looks different on every person. Like somebody who's five foot seven and 120 pounds is going to look a lot different than I do. And so Mm -hmm. it's just really 
uh, it doesn't help the cause just to con- like continuously weigh yourself and compare yourself to other people, which is also a huge thing too, is like constantly we're on social media and all, on all these platforms where these influencers get to post like living their best lives at all times. And usually like when you hear behind the scenes or like they, they make YouTube videos, like they're usually miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I know there's this one YouTuber, I don't remember her name. I think it might've been like Tessa or something. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but she was like an Australian model and she was vegan and she was constantly like posting pictures of her just like in her best moments. And then she made a video like exposing herself basically and being like, you see this picture right here? Like I was actually feeling this way. It's I was starving myself and I edited it. I like cropped the or not cropped I just like photoshopped the crap out of this photo Mm -hmm. and so it just goes to show that like the people that you think are looking and feeling the best are usually the ones who aren't like I don't know I just think that if you feel the need to like edit yourself to the point of where you're unrecognizable then there's clearly something going on inside where you feel the need or like you feel like you can't just be who you are because you're not happy enough with it right you definitely need to find some happiness within yourself for sure Mm -hmm. because I even like struggle with I mean and you um, I know that you can relate with this as well it's just like acne and I would like take a selfie and I have this like just recently I had this pimple that I could easily cover with my glasses mm-hmm. <laughs> and my glasses kept on sliding down my face the pimple kept on showing up in the photos and I'm like whatever this yeah. freaking pimple is here I even like went to see what the facetune app was about to see if I can just like kind of uh, <laughs> hide it and like have it blend in with the rest of my face and I got over that I was like this is me <laughs> yeah. who cares yeah. if I have a pimple on my face so, and then if you do care if I have a pimple on my face, that's fine. We don't have to interact, you know? <laughs> yeah, like someone's going to go out of their way to point that out. It's like, damn, like, who hurt you? Right? So, yeah, it's just a, a lot of, uh, you gotta, you gotta love yourself, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that oh, when it comes, sorry. Whoa, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to, like, your internet space and who you expose yourself to there's a lot of like authentic people online as well and so I don't even bother going that direction on on YouTube or on Instagram like you're on explore page and there's this like beautiful person and like you do you and unfortunately what you're doing might be affecting people negatively so that's just too bad Mm -hmm. and you gotta gotta find the people who are just trying to help the help the planet and help bring more like good vibes and not negative mental health towards other people Mm -hmm. um in one of my favorite books be here now by ram das um there's these couple pages that really resonate with me when it comes to just like trying to hold on to the way that we look and just anything in the physical world in general like anything that's gonna die is going to eventually like uh, cause us suffering if we choose to hold on to it. And so there's this part that says, did you ever see a really beautiful woman, like a top model who was just getting to that point where her looks are changing into what could be an internal beauty if she hadn't been so busy with her external beauty? She is caught in the beauty of time, which withers. How poignant. And yet we've all touched people who were so beautiful as beings that we never notice whether they are physically beautiful. It's like an eternal beauty lives within them. 
Mm. If you attach yourself, if you crave temporal things, beauty, possessions, achievement, anything, how poignant. And then the next page says, um, uh, the first one concerns the fact that life always has in it the element of unfulfillment, call it suffering. Birth, old age, sickness, not getting what you want, getting what you don't want, even getting what you do want in this physical world is going to be suffering because you're going to lose it. It's always in time. Anything that is in time is going to pass away. Lay not up your treasures where moth and rust doth corrupt. That's the trap of time. As long as you want anything in time, it's going to pass because time passes. Amen. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that book? No. It's really There's so good. many books that you've read that I need to read still. It's cool because it's like the only actual reading part of it is like maybe 20 pages long in the beginning about just like Ram Dass and his journey. And then uh, the rest of it is like illustrations just like with little like sayings and stuff like that intertwined. I will definitely pick that up. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I know. So sad. <laughs> I wanted to write a note, be here now. And then I'm like whacking the mic. Oh my God. That was me earlier because uh, I dropped my phone next to my Nike. My uh, Nike hit my mic. <laughs> We're just wiling today. Uh, love it. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I need to unpack about this. I don't know. Body self-acceptance is just very interesting. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think like outside of just like weight and food and stuff like body hair is something where that's a huge thing where you kind of are having like societal pressures to continue to have your body hair one way or another oh yeah i know all about that (laughs) (laughs) you want to speak more about that yeah i haven't shaved my armpits and i think this will be two years in like next month will be two years i think because i remember the last time i did they got really like rashy and bloody and i was like um excuse me and i think it was a combination of like transferring over to natural deodorants and then continuing to shave my armpits although i knew that it gave me rashes and it hurt and um it just wasn't comfortable for me and so i remember just like growing it out and then just kind of getting used to it and i mean my full grown armpit hair doesn't look anything like a man's does at all whatsoever. It's like not as full, not as long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just at a place where I just like genuinely don't care anymore. And I don't shave my legs either besides like just whatever I randomly feel like it, which is probably like a couple few times a year maybe. Um, and at first, like I think the only people that gave me any kind of like crap about it were my parents but it was mostly just joking Mm -hmm. like I remember the first time like I showed my mom like when it was like actually grown out she was like oh my god it doesn't even look that bad (laughs) it was funny um and then you know my boyfriend just like could not care less it's just like at this point it's kind of a part of me and I felt like if I were to shave my armpits like I wouldn't I don't know it would be like a self-identity crisis type of thing I'm like who is this person (laughs) um but it's kind of ironic because I shave my arm still but it's not because I don't like the body hair because my arm hair is very uh not noticeable and thin it's just because I like the way that my arms look when they're bare because of my tattoos um that's like the only reason I ever even shave my arms 
which is not even something that I have to do often. So I don't buy razors anymore, which I can't even think about how much money I've saved in the past two years and I don't have to worry about pain and um, razor burn and anything of the sort. Um, so yeah, the only thing that I shave every once in a while is like like more frequently, I would say, is my arms. Um, that's but, good that you didn't receive any judgment for that. I feel like everyone has a right to do whatever they want with their body hair. Oh yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, the only people that I was around who knew were the people at Meads, and like everybody had armpit hair at Meads. I know. <laughs> um, and that was my first time being exposed to people with like a decent amount of body hair, or like women just letting their body hair grow. I was like. That's very empowering. Yeah, exactly. And it is empowering. Just like owning your body and taking control over it because it's your body and you can do whatever the hell you want with it. Mm -hmm. I will admit, though, that I don't really show it off. Like, show it off. Oh, my God. I don't really, like, you know, expose it in public. Like, I try to, like, I don't know. I mean, in general, I don't really like wearing tank tops. So it's not like I'm, like, going out of my way to hide it. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, it's just not something that is shown out and about unless Mm -hmm. I'm, like, at the beach or something. Um, and I remember being at work one time I had asked one or at my old job, I had asked one of my old coworkers, I was like, Hey, like, I feel like I'm still having kind of a little bit of a time with like confidence wise about going to work and like wearing shirts that are like exposing my armpit hair. And she was just like, Oh no, like I totally understand. Like, just know that at the end of the day, like if people care, then that's on them. Like, it's not anything that, uh, should affect you because their opinion of you shouldn't matter anyway. And that's very true it's and just the whole societal thing around it it's just so uh, I don't even understand it honestly it's like you have to go through all of this well first of all you have to take so much time out of your day so much products and so many items you have to buy and just there's just so much stigma around body hair still and I think that being in Southern California I kind of have it easier because a lot of people that I know um you know don't really care but I know mm-hmm. that in other like states, if I were to like whip it out, they're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was kind of thinking about when we decided to talk about this um, today was like the relationship with judgment and uh, like our personal judgments that we put on ourselves, but then uh, p- judgments that we can assume or that are there from other people about our bodies and Um, like maybe judgments that you might get from having tattoos or something like that. It's like how do you can just like be standing in yourself and not care or you can consume yourself with judgments. Um, And that's something interesting to unpack. Mm -hmm. And even then, how are you going to know what anyone thinks about you until Mm -hmm. unless they say it to your face? So most of the time it's just assuming what people may think about it. Mm-hmm. And just a generalized opinion is one that you take on for other people, which it may not be the case. Like someone may be staring at you because they think they're that you're really cute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you never really know what people are actually thinking until they voice it to you. And most of the time people aren't going to come up to you and be like, hey, you look awful. <laughs> so I think it's safe to assume that most of the things that you think people think is just what you think that they think, right. if that makes sense. Right. Like it's not Definitely. actually valid. It's just it's basically your own opinion yeah that's something i've been struggling with a lot um just thinking about what other people would think and i'm going to be reading this book by uh gabby bernstein it's called judgment detox 
and I think that I really need like a detox on like the judgment that I place on myself and this judgment that I create in my head by other people mm-hmm. yeah I mean um, it could be really easy to do that especially when you're feeling a bit insecure about yourself it's easy to think that everybody else is like out to get you yeah so it's something that um I I don't know it's a book that I've like had downloaded on my kindle for a while and I'm so I'm like okay it's calling to me now mm-hmm. because actually uh just recently I am tr- I'm on this journey to love and accept myself more you know externally um and I and like I've said in a previous episode trying to come up with like multiple streams of income and something that I've been resisting for a really long time, but has been an interest of mine is modeling. And I uh, reached out to a conscious vegan modeling agency called Love Light Models, and they accepted me and said that they would represent me. And I'm like, whoa. Hell yeah. (laughs) And yeah, so it's super exciting and it's empowering, you know? So I think that from there I can continue to have a lot of self-acceptance for myself and and release this judgment that I keep on placing on myself. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And what do you think is like the causation of that judgment? And like, why do you think that people think these things about you? Does that come from anywhere? Or is it kind of just something that you've like always dealt with? I, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I have a friend that had said to me, you don't even know how beautiful you are, do you? And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> and I don't even know why that maybe it's because i don't know i'm just unpacking this right now i was a tomboy growing up constantly doing sports just wearing baggy jeans and baggy shirts and all of this and maybe i'm just like diving into my feminine and Mm. i am trying to maybe i'm not comfortable in it yet and Mm. then i just think that if i'm not comfortable maybe other people are not comfortable maybe that's what it is yeah which makes sense because i mean the way that you know you like we said earlier the way you feel inside is going to reflect outside and so Mm -hmm. whether it's like extremely subconscious to the point where you don't even really know or if it's like in the forefront and you're like damn like i feel this way about myself and that's why i think that others probably do too Mm -hmm. but i i just know for a fact that that's not true and (laughs) i don't think anybody that you know knows you feels that way about you Thanks, Grace. You're welcome. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I think everybody can relate in one way or another. Like, I think um, when I, I felt that way a lot during high school because I was so, like, I was just constantly changing the way that I looked and the things that I did, the people I was a- around and the music I was into. Like, there was never like a solid version of myself and Mm -hmm. so therefore I was always really like observant and aware of how people reacted to me although Mm -hmm. it was usually always really positive um because when you're when you're not like set in stone as a person it's kind of hard to feel secure in yourself So Mm -hmm. then you're obviously going to look outwardly for like validation or, you know, what other people have to say, whether it's good or bad and whether it is good or bad, you kind of take that and then, you know, like use it in describing and identifying yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 
definitely can relate. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else? Um, I feel I felt like I had so much more to say, but like now that I think about it, I don't know. I just think that I've come really far with self acceptance, and I've always genuinely for the most part, I've like always liked who I am as a person. And so it's never really been something that I've thought about too often. But when it comes to like the way that I look, I think that that has just had highs and lows for years and years. And um, hold on one second. My grandma just delivered some linens. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I shout mean, out to grandma, by the way. <laughs> shouts out to grandma for real. <laughs> but I mean, like coming, you know, from 2016 until the present, my body has looked so different so many different times. And there's been so many times where I've been so unhappy with it. And I just think that it's just so arbitrary at the end of the day. And that that's like the last thing that should matter. Like I had mentioned earlier, as long as you're taking care of yourself and you feel good about yourself and you feel good inside and out, then at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And, um, you know, I think that it's important to get into a spot where you feel comfortable with the way that you look and comfortable who you are as a person because you'll never really feel like comfortable in your day-to-day life unless you feel that stuff with yourself first and you'll never really feel like people like you for who you are or that you're lovable or any of these things until you build up that love for yourself as a person and as the way you look and our mind can be really mean and our mind can say a lot of negative things about us and it's just important to remember that those thoughts doesn't don't necessarily mean that they're coming straight from you and that your ego likes to make up a lot of things because it likes drama. It likes to ensue drama and make you feel negatively about yourself so that mm-hmm. you'll, you know, it'll keep you in this state of like, well, better just, you know, stay this way or else I'm going to, because people are genuinely afraid of like their own light, like they're afraid of their mm-hmm. own success and mm-hmm. being a better person and stuff like that. So they'd rather just stay at this negative place. Like I had a friend and I visited her, I visited her the other day at her apartment and I looked in her fridge and there was like nothing in it. I'm like, dude, what do you eat? And she's like, honestly, I don't really eat too much. Like, I don't know. And basically she was just saying that she doesn't really take care of herself and that she's too lazy to cook. And I'm like, oh my god I don't know and then she'll like go and complain about being unhappy with the way that she looks and that she's too skinny and that she lost weight and that she can't gain weight it's like well if you're not going to take the time to take care of yourself then obviously these things are going to continue to happen and then if you're not taking care of yourself externally it's going to affect yourself internally and so it's like people who don't take care of themselves obviously are going through something internally and so it's always just like you know back and forth it's like playing ball with yourself like there's always going to be something whether it's accepting uh, internally or accepting something externally that will finally coincide with each other and bring peace to both aspects of yourself yes definitely it's definitely I would highly encourage like an internal journey of healing to have an external healing because um, that's what's been working for me. Um, and I, I've been really inspired for a while to have this relationship with like my mind versus my heart. 
um, and like like you said, your mind can go in a totally negative direction. And if you're just staying in a vibration of love, then you're just gonna give yourself love. Um, like even this morning, I was like checking my teeth, so I like smiled in the mirror, and I saw all these like crow's feet in the on the sides of my eyes, like. I am a person who likes to be out in the sun, constantly at the beach. So I feel like my face is going to age a lot. I mean, I'm doing the SPF, but like, I feel like my face is going to age a lot faster than I'd, I'd like. But like the acceptance of change and that it's constantly going to be there is reassuring that, you know, it's happening and there's nothing I can do about it. So mm -hmm. just accept myself. Yes, definitely. I agree. Um, that reminds me of like what I had just talked about and what you just talked about of this video that I had watched a while back about this girl who was unhappy with her weight because she had gained a bit of weight and um, she tried everything to like get rid of it and then she would but then she'd fall off and then she'd just gain it back. So what she decided to do, she's like, you know what? I'm just not going to care anymore. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. going to weigh myself. I'm not going to look at myself and say negative things. Every time I pass by a mirror, I'm going to make sure that I say something positive, whether or not I actually mean it, because mm -hmm. your vocabulary to yourself and about yourself makes so much of an impact about how you truly feel about yourself, whether or not you're aware of it. Mm -hmm. And little do little did she know that in like however many months she actually lost the weight again she didn't change the way she ate she ate she didn't start working out again she didn't diet she didn't do anything like that she just stopped caring so much and your mm -hmm. body's gonna do what your body needs to do and eventually it's gonna regulate itself out and if you just continue living your life without paying too much attention to it it's probably gonna end up just evening itself out like I, I, I watched that video and it inspired me and the same thing happened. Like I was at a point in like this, this um, time last year, maybe a couple months ahead where I was like so unhappy with the way that I looked. I was like, dude, I have to stop caring and putting so much emphasis on this because it's never either I have to do something about it and it's going to make me unhappy because I don't want to change the way that I eat because I enjoy what I eat. I don't want to vigorously exercise and do cardio for an hour a day because I hate that. So mm -hmm. either I need to change the way that I feel about this or I need to just like, you know, that's, that's basically it because I'm not going to do something about it. So I need to change the way I feel about it. And so I did, and now I'm like at this place where I don't know if I weigh the same amount that I did back then, because like I said, I don't weigh myself, but I, whether or not my body has actually shifted and, and looks different, I don't know, but the way that I see it has, and I think mm -hmm. that that's so important. And when I do look at myself, I'm like, like, yeah, I'll like take my tummy fat and like play with it, but it's not out of a place of negativity anymore. It's not like I want to get rid of this. It's like, okay, I'm soft. Like, this is cute. Like, I like this. Mm. This looks good on me. Like, I look like a woman, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm not going to ever look the way I did when I'm 20 because I'm not 20 anymore. And mm -hmm. that's just like the biggest realization that I've had to have, have to have was just like, there's no way that I will ever look the way that I did when I was 20, even if I did eat the same way, exercise the same amount, because I'm not 20 anymore. Right. And even if I did gain weight back then, it wasn't going to look the way that it does now. Like hormones and just your day-to-day -day life and everything is never the same as it was years and years ago. So there's no point in holding on and having so much importance over something that's just always going to change. And I think that that's the biggest thing that I had to realize in the last year and a half. Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. I I feel like, yeah, when you're 
surrendering and and just letting go things can come very much easier it made me think right now that like when you're not putting so much emphasis and uh like negativity towards something then you can really like find some healing i was just thinking i've always had stretch marks on my legs because i just grew really fast i was five five in the fifth grade and then six foot like sophomore year of high school <laughs> i grew like five inches in like four years and or even seven inches sorry math um and so I've always had these stretch marks on my legs and I just realized right now I don't even look at them anymore because mm -hmm. I'm going to have them for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have to accept that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's very interesting with stretch marks because having stretch marks doesn't mean that you're fat or that mm -hmm. you're whatever, anything along the lines of that. Because my boyfriend has stretch marks and he is mm -hmm. very thin and he's like 5'9". Mm -hmm. No, he's probably like 5'10", 5 5'10". 5 um, and he has stretch marks like all along his thighs and like around like the sides of his butt and everything. And he's like, yeah, I think it's just because I grew too fast, like same as you. Right. So like having stretch marks is not a negative thing at all whatsoever and they don't right. define your body type. And I think that I know more people who who are thin and tall that that have stretch marks versus anybody who's like larger um yeah it's just your skin was stretched <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly your skin's got to do what it's got to do and if it needs to make room for your bones it's gonna stretch itself out but um like you were like we were both talking about just a couple minutes ago about like you know, when you focus in on something so hard, whether it's positive or negative, that's what you're going to see. Mm -hmm. And so same thing with like, you know, not focusing on my body, the same thing with my skin. Like I was like, dude, like my skin looks like trash, whatever, whatever would like spend like hours just looking at my face and like picking at it and like, you know, doing face masks and doing whatever I could to make it look better. But then once I kind of just like fell back and I was like, all right, I'm just going to like take a break from this. Like I'll still do my daily skincare routine, but I'm not going to sit in front of the mirror and analyze every single little speck on my face because that's right. a waste of time and a waste of energy. And same thing like I stopped caring so much and then now my skin looks the best that it has in years same yeah it's just like what you focus on is what you're going to see and so if you constantly focus on the negative aspects of yourself that's all you're going to be able to see yeah it's just like society telling you that you need all of these things for your skin and all of these things to like fix you but if you just let all of those things go and live in your natural body it'll just be so much better like I was doing when I was growing up and getting like acne and I would uh, do like proactive and do all of these like systems or mm -hmm. all of these like types of things and try all these different types of products. And uh, I was like, what if I just do a bar of soap and wash my face, <laughs> you know, a little bit of moisturizer mm -hmm. and... One of my friends was like, why don't you just not like wash your face in the morning? Like you're wash I was washing my face at night, washing my face in the morning and like not much has changed between like going to sleep and waking up. Yeah. And so just like rinse off my face in the morning and then go on with my day. And it, it helped my skin tremendously. If you're not like constantly like adding and adding and adding mm -hmm. and just let it be, mm -hmm. then it'll even itself out. Yep. <laughs> it's magical. Yeah. My boyfriend doesn't do anything nothing not a single thing to his face and he has some of the best skin i've ever seen same <laughs> assholes not i know it's not fair <laughs> but like at the same time 
I wouldn't know if that was the case for me because I'm just too scared to try. Like, I don't want to stop doing skincare stuff because I like the way that it makes me feel and it's a part of my day-to-day routine. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like, who knows what would happen? Like, I don't. Do I want to find out? Not really. (laughs) So at the end of the day, I'm choosing this life, but it's fine because I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone can just do their own thing for sure. But I'm sure you're doing less than you have in the past, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I stopped ordering like the three step um, kit system from Curology, and I just have like one out of the three now. And I'll just use like a um, like I'll wash my face in the morning and do a serum, and then a moisturizer, and then it also depends on like the weather and like the time of year because I'm my face is obviously a lot more dry right now, so I am doing like the serum and the uh, moisturizer and like doing like hydrating face masks and stuff like that. Whereas like in the summer when I'm a little bit more oily, then I'll switch it to like a more of like a, you know, oil and like detoxifying face mask and whatnot. But I'm definitely not taking as much time to do it. Like I may be Mm -hmm. doing a little bit of the same amount of stuff, like minus one or two things. But at the end of the day, I'm not like spending as much time. And I think that's what matters most to me. Yeah. You just got to let it go. Mm -hmm. And then across the board. Yeah, exactly. And then when I did actually get a few pimples um around my period last month for the first time in a long time like there was like a good couple three months where I didn't have a single pimple on my face and I was like okay um I was like take it yeah I was like damn this kind of sucks but it's fine they'll go away and you know I didn't touch them didn't pick at them and they went away and like I said your body just has to do things sometimes and it's gonna even itself back out as long as you don't interfere that much Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice this is a good combo. Yeah. I love body care and skin care and self-love and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just the journey with it all has been such a such a rigorous one. <laughs> <laughs> just so much has gone into it and so much I've gotten out of it. And I wouldn't change anything up until this point. You know, it's all had to happen the way it had to happen. And yeah. if I wasn't so hard on myself, I wouldn't be so light on myself now. Oh, that's beautiful. I like that. I think also this just popped into my head something that has been really helping me with uh, self-love for my body is yoga. Um, Yoga with Adrian. uh, She's just a really great teacher for um, just accepting your body for where it is. Um, A lot of her, she's a, a YouTuber, so she has online classes and a lot of her teachings come from a place of like love and acceptance of your body and she always does like the beginning level of the practice and then you can just add on more if you'd like and so it just gives a, a really easy place for people to uh, just kind of and then just what her teachings are within the course is just like loving this what you have mm-hmm. and just going from there so that's beautiful, and mm-hmm. I would recommend her channel. I've been doing her, uh, she always does a 30-day yoga journey at the beginning of the year, so I've been doing yoga every day this year so far, and Yay. yeah, and it's just, um, it's a nice, it is a, it's a beautiful journey, and, um, and, and she, yeah, like I said, she has it at, like, the beginning stage, so even if you didn't even feel like doing it, it's not even going to be too bad you can you can make it to the degree that you want it to be mm-hmm. when you're there so there's like days where you don't want to do it and that was definitely a moment this week where I was like I want to do this but just kind of like she just says just show up and so you just like lay on your mat and then just 
go and just do it. And then at the end of it, you're like, I'm really glad I did that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So tip. Cool. Well, this was a good one. I enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. And like Mm -hmm. I said, I thought I was going to have more in-depth conversation to say, but it's fine. It is what it is. Um, yeah, we can revisit this again. Yeah, definitely. There can always be a part two. It's never it's, mm-hmm. it's never too late. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. That's <laughs> true. I could never record an episode ever again if I didn't want to. <laughs> Just kidding. That's not what I want. All right, exactly. guys. So we're going to head out now. So have a great rest of your day or night or morning. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.